0: of editing is going to change this. But I again am here, Tendo Balsa. This is episode 23 of Beyond the Bleachers. I am joined by an illustrious guest. Uh, he solved the algorithm uh, that, that you know, to the question, what is the meaning of life? He's uh, wrote, written a dissertation on uh, the inside of a ping pong ball. He's actually even scaled Scaled, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the White Shores of Dover and Live to Tell the Tale. I'm joined by none other than one illustrious Moses Waldo, Moses back from vacation. How are you doing, man? How are you doing this week, bro? Feeling good. Yeah? I need a vacation from the vacation. He needs a vacation from the vacation. That's how much this guy is putting in. He takes no days off, even when he's vacationing. It's at 110, 110%. I'm sorry. I'm going to tone it down again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you good? It was a good location?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you've been hanging out with LeVar Ball when yeah. I was gone or what?
0: <laughs> Stay What's in your on? lane. Stay in your uh, lane. You know? Uh, yeah, no, of course, this from the school of LeVar, I'm, I'm I'm always trying to add a little more pizzazz to, you know, the show and get, get a lot more going on, you know, so... I, Hopefully it's working. If you guys like it or uh, you want me um, banned from the show, you can <laughs> either or, you know. <laughs> All right. But Hey, he's banned that.
1: from ESPN, but damn it, we want him on the
0: show. We listen. Hey, Levar, if you hear me, you hearing me? We want you on the show. Yeah, yeah man, we got a lot to talk about, uh, including like what's going on with Le- Levar, the Ball family um but aside from that we got a lot happening in the nfl we got quite a bit happening in the epl um i mean we did of course we did see the conclusion of the um nba and now a lot of free agency stuff is starting to happen uh moses i also like, we did, i didn't have this in the rolodex but i also wanted to get your opinion on uh actually no, no, no i do have it in the rolodex i'm sorry i'm lying Um, And that's the the first topic, Uh, and it's to do with the, you know, a big, big hot ticket seat in the the NBA, and that's Houston. Moses, so, you know, recently, uh, Dalton has uh, decided to take a step down from the GM position with Houston, and this is just after the ousting of Mike D'Antoni, so now we have a sort of power vacuum happening in um, Houston right now. Uh, and Moses, I think there's a lot of talk right now about blowing things up. Now, they don't have too much to trade with. They don't, there's not a lot happening within the actual uh, Houston Rockets organization. So, you know, with now an interim GM come, uh, about to come in, Who didn't get any of these players, and I mean, it was Dalton's reasoning to get someone like James Harden, and then to try swap him in, uh, swap in, you know, accessory pieces. They tried with uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul didn't work. They tried with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook didn't work. I think even um, uh, what's his name. uh, was it DeAndre? No. Was it? someone? Not DeAndre. Too. No. No, 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 no. no. Like but... DeAndre... No, um, no, no, no. He played for Orlando. Then he played for Houston for a, a quick second and then moved to LA. What's his face? Um, he literally just won the NBA. Uh, an oh, NBA Dwight title. Howard? Dwight Howard. I think Dwight Howard also played. Or did he not? Did he not play... Uh, a season no, he was he, he was not part of that. he group. wasn't p- part of that group, okay, but they did try and experiment with him there as well. but there was a lot to do with this Dalton uh, idea of like uh, of analytical basketball. He's a forefather he did the foremost I guess representative of bringing in the analytical type of basketball. He came from the Moneyball school of thought, let's say, and I mean because of him, every team now in the NFL, in the NBA, has analytics teams they look at uh the 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 percentages with which you know the plus minuses with which a, a team can can produce no gone are the days of the eyeball test but now with that aside you know you have two major superstars both technically on paper pretty decent but aren't able to produce moses what are your thoughts man what do we do with this team you know, and by we that we're saying we hypothetical GMs for the Houston Rockets right now.
1: Well, they need size for one. Small ball is not going to work. I think you need size, and you need guys who can shoot. Like, you know, big men who can shoot are are, are what you you, will so you essentially need to between. space out the floor because yeah. we saw what happened to them against the Lakers. Yes, they just yeah. got destroyed. Yeah, right. Yeah, they got they got the gamey game against game, in game one, but then. The Lakers completely took over in that small ball uh, type of era. So you need a nice balance. I think that's I think that's where they're going to go. And I I just don't see the window with both Westbrook and Harden yeah. winning a title in Houston. I see them getting out of the second round again next year. Wow. I, I really, I, I don't, because Golden State's gonna be
0: much better, a lot stronger. This was their technically. You, this was their their one chance. This was their one chance. This was this was technically everyone in the Western Conference's opportunity. They said, "What are you saying? We're not in the playoffs. Is your one opportunity to ride through to the final?" Right. Well, that's we're, what happened to the Lakers. With the oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so it, yeah, still standing by that. Yeah, still. You know, he's still so standing by it. Heat still in me. we will <laughs> we'll never leave. This just uh, strong, yeah, strong with this one. do No, it, but to be uh, fair, to be fair, attack, I, to
1: be fair, Golden State in there,
0: yeah,
1: would provide I think a, a definite challenge to the Lakers
0: for sure. It's going to because a they, they long, have long different
1: weapons, yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how things will turn out. But but for in Houston's case, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Utah's no. going to get better. Yeah, you got to think um, with Denver. a Zion Williamson. Uh, they're going to be challenging for a playoff spot, yeah. healthy, right?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not
1: saying they're going to do any damage, no. but you never know. Like, but but I'm talking about just making the playoffs. Yes. Um, OKC clearly proven that what Chris Paul can do. So Chris Paul wasn't really the problem in Houston. Mm. He you know, never really well. was.
0: He never really no, was.
1: He he literally willed that team to, within a game of the NBA finals.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, he
1: was not to blame. No. Uh, for, what, for what transpired. Um, yeah. In that series,
0: yeah,
1: you know, uh, he 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 gave everything out there, even with that sprained uh, sprained ankle. Yeah, like he he did everything he could. Um, then what else? Um, and where's the hamstring as well? Like yeah, he had quite a few. Yeah, you no, know, he had a quite a few. Uh, but they sold him Yeah, going into those plus, but but looking at Houston, but Utah's going to be better. Yeah, like Portland's going to be better. going to be better. Denver's you know, going to be better. Yeah, Denver's going to be better. Like, they, I don't see this team yeah. having the same type of success. Yeah. I and I don't see them. And if they do, they like I said, a second-round exit at best.
0: Yeah, and it, you feel like it is because, like, uh, the, the what I believe is, honestly, James Harden might be the biggest problem with this team. Um, I personally believe that there should be a bit of a blow-up. I know you. it's hard for you to even fathom... Trading away franchise player, he's done so much for you. But, I mean, he's the hes the common denominator. I mean, hello, y'all. He's the guy who's been here the whole time. He has inevitably gotten Houston to the playoffs every season consecutively since being a Houston Rocket, right? But what he does in the playoffs. But what he does, it, or the lack thereof, Moses, is the biggest yeah. issue. Is I think the the difference in 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 playoffs from regular season is that it's a lot more set plays, a lot more intelligence needs to take, be taken into place. Uh, the analytics works, but it doesn't work as much as understanding the game. Like it's it's operating differently. It's tactical. It's very tactical. You know the, the way coaches coaches who who won championships or made playoffs know how to use everything from timeouts to um, possessions to like to use in your favor. They are all tools, um, and it's less about how well or how efficient you're shooting from a certain position, and more so an eyeball test and figuring out how to play out a position, a, a situation. And I don't think James Harden has been equipped in that situation, scenario-wise. I think he is very good, but I think he needs to be with. Say it, LeBron James, or you know, it would have been great if you know, R.I.P. Kobe, if Kobe was still here, to do some you know, some teaching of that, because I think he there's something lacking in his postseason game. Okay? Him and Paul George need to go to the same camp, you know, for off like for postseason what's it's for, you know. Paul George is on another level. Oh, man, Paul George just gotta go, you know, where you, you know someone go call him up. We uh, we're scared. We're worried about him you know he's been missing ever since Uh, but yeah no that's exactly what I think I think the answer to Houston's problems honestly is to let go of James start fresh I mean and I'm not to say I'm not saying Russell Westbrook should stay because he's even worse because Russell Westbrook is even worse I don't care how many triple doubles you can get a team if if you are your efficiency rating and I know I'm pulling from stats here but Legitimately efficiency ratings do do justice to some point. And if his is always in the negative, it, it shows that he's reducing the ability of the rest of the team when he's on the floor to be effective. They, yes, he needs to touch the ball, but other people also need to touch the ball, you know, in order to make plays be effective. If you want to distract or, or find cuts and openings... ...for your team so you can get those points... ...it also does mean distributing the ball, right? But then Russell Westbrook's the type of dude... ...he's driving through the paint. He's not... He, he's, 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 he's taking two or three steps, pass halfway. He's looking around, looking around just to look around. You know, hit, puts his head down, drops his shoulder, and then drives. We've all seen him before. He's done it many, many times. But he's never... He doesn't make passes, he doesn't make passes, and that's too predictable. So this guy's gotta go. They both gotta go. You gotta start fresh.
1: That's that's tough to say. You can't let go of both. I don't think you would go that route. You have to I think one or the other. I think maybe you give them one more year, but when you look at both of those
0: players That's the worst part and where
1: they are in their career, yeah, and their age. <laughs> Because there no but there's only a certain limit like window I agree. that they have. I
0: agree. So if you're
1: Houston, there's only a short amount of time where you could say you could find yourself as a contender, or you know, being a legitimate contender for an NBA finals appearance or yeah. at least. And 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 you know they, want... they just they, they can't get rid of both if they're gonna no. do that. They would have to like really they'd have to start from scratch, but I don't see that you'd
0: have perhaps
1: one or the other. Yeah. But you're not gonna get rid of both.
0: So now what does that say, actually, about... And now, now that even brings me to a bigger question. What does that say about the, valid, the validity of, of like the MVP, right? Like, these are... T- both are MVP winners. Both. both. Well, they
1: put up the statistics and led their teams the post seasons. It's about the regular season. Right. right. They, they are, they're the most valuable to the team. I don't see that being an ah, issue. You yes. could, I think you could say the issue is this team was designed to go to the NBA Finals and contend. And they had one clear shot a few seasons ago. Yeah. It didn't happen then. And they've been relatively middle ground ho-hum ever yeah. since. And, and I don't move. see this team. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They, they've they tried everything in Mike D'Antoni style. Maybe they a new coach will freshen things up a little bit. Yeah,
0: try not shoot so much, guys. How about that? Play some defense. Pick that up.
1: Well, but, well yeah, there was that one moment where, you know, we saw the block by by James Harden, which was fantastic. It was yes. Really great.
0: Yes. Oh, but great like, athleticism. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah to one ne-
1: D'Antoni's system doesn't roll. Re- re- the best defense is a good offense with him. And it, it <laughs> co- always comes up short with D'Antoni. D'Antoni always. teams have always come up short. Always. They're entertaining to watch. They're high scoring. But, but, you know. They'll score a hundred, you know, twenty points. They'll just get a hundred and loo-
0: twenty-one. Yeah, they'll just lose one fifty to one twenty. You know, it'll yeah. be great. Or oh, yeah, get yeah, blown out. Yeah, blown out. But it'll be an intense shooting match. So you'll be like, well, that was worth, <laughs> that was worth the price of admission. Um, but not much after that. And now, in keeping with the the NBA here, we also like you know as the um, Trade wheel is starting to heat up a little bit. I I was talking to you about this a bit. We have a proverbial, I guess you could say, front office uh, lunatics here, Moses, because uh, it's recently come out, not even maybe a day or two. uh, But the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, if we all remember, have been doing absolute garbage the last three to four seasons. What Minus, was, well there is the the Jimmy Butler the
1: season, Jimmy Butler season.
0: Jimmy Butler season was an excellent no, only season. Exception. I I dare, I bet anyone a hundred dollars to to um prove me the, wrong. And you know what? And you know what? I'll say this. Do you know how they say like some of the most, some of the best, uh, basketball tape is the uh, dream team. Um, uh the dream team practice tape between yeah, magic yeah, yeah. And, and michael i wanna see the i wanna see the jimmy butler minnesota tape i need to see it because i think this the world needs to see that i need to see jimmy butler screaming at andrew wiggins and calling senior towns and telling them they can't guard him God, that they are soft And at the
1: end going to the gm <laughs> saying you need me you well need you and a few more Few choice words in there, but yeah, got his point across.
0: And with and third
1: I, stringers, apparently.
0: Listen, guys, you've never heard of Moses on the call sheet. Guys, equipment we, manager. Equipment? <laughs> listen. Oh, you I don't know that, but I mean, like. He's like, yeah, I, you're playing wing. Don't worry about it. Just pass me the ball.
1: Yeah, the dude, yeah, kid with the mop who's always the mopping the, the mop. floor You hey. come. I got you
0: next like thing you know, he's, like, a wonder kid. Like, you just stumbled. It's basically um, goodwill hunting. Just didn't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> like, genius. A <laughs> oh, savant. Like, Jimmy Butler accidentally finds Minnesota's next possible savant. Um, but, yeah, no. Anyway, Minnesota, horrible team. But they are um, continuing the run by, you know, announcing that even though, you know, there's a lot of good prospects in there, and Moses, I think we can all agree, they are without a legitimate, um, I guess, a starting five that's convincing. You have Carl anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell, which is great, but who else is there? Not too much, right? So now you're thinking, who else could you get to get, obviously, number one, scoring better, because Carl anthony Towns is going to get bullied in the box like he has been the last like five, six years. And D'Angelo Russell is great from perimeter, but he can't do it all on his own. Right? You need another shooter. But Moses, if I'm not mistaken, I think there might be a kid out there who just fits that bill. And that's the problem here, ladies and gentlemen, because LaMelo Ball is on the roster. He's ranked number two, like Moses, you said, best ball brother out there right now. Um... But, yeah, what, what's, your, what's your take on this, man?
1: This has got to be like an ankle, like just kind of – or pulling the leg type of thing. Because there's no way Minnesota does not draft LaMelo. There's no way that they do that. Because if they just so happen to decide to go an- another route, guess who falls at number two? Or guess where LaMelo falls? He falls to the Golden State Warriors. Are you kidding me? Like, Really? Are you gonna do that? Like we, they nearly won the NBA draft lottery. They they were just a year plus removed yes. from winning, or two years, I guess, from winning an NBA title, yes. making their fifth straight appearance. Yes. Um, losing out to the Raptors. Like, come on! And how much good fortune does that team need? So, <laughs> never mind. They nearly win the number one overall pick, but they will get. Largely, the consensus number one. Yeah, I would normally say they're just pulling the leg. Minnesota is going to draft Lamelo. They're just doing this to just kind of create some buzz. Let's be honest. That's that's how I see it. Yeah, but there's but we were talking before we went on
0: this podcast. Yes, sir.
1: And there's a little you put a little seed of doubt. And now, listen. I don't know. Listen, I really don't. All I'm saying, I am fearful yeah. they might go a different direction and be completely stupid and not, and I guess miss out on Lamelo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who does he fall to? Listen, I Noah's don't know. Golden State. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, Moses. Exactly that, um, because I am also the uh, the the the, the whisper. You know, stay in your lane. Uh, you know, uh, sources being him. And uh, anyone in his camp have said, and they've clearly stated, they've only really had conversations with two teams. One of them is in the West, you know, one of them's in San Francisco, and the other one is with the New York Knickerbockers. You heard it here first, people. The New York Knickerbockers are trying for the ball. Will they get him? You already know that answer. Because even if mathematically there was no way they could mess it up, for sure the Knicks are going to mess it up. But besides that, the point is, the Timberwolves are the number one pick. Yet, they have yet to really definitively make a case for the Ball. Why? Maybe they think they don't need him, Moses. But here's the problem, Moses. What the hell are you doing, Timberwolves? Because (laughs) you, you... You gave away Andrew Wiggins. Of course you got D'Angelo Russell. But D'Angelo Russell isn't going to even get you to the playoffs. D'Angelo Russell is going to get you to maybe a position, two positions back behind the eighth seed. That's what D'Angelo Russell can do. Why? Because D'Angelo Russell could do it with Brooklyn, but that was in the Eastern Conference. A really easy conference. If you have Charlotte and Orlando back-to-back, you don't have issues making the eighth seed. Now, if you have to go play Phoenix, which now we can all consider not an easy place to go to now, now that Devin's found his form, you know, then you have to go to Denver and then you have to go to uh, New Orleans. Those are not going to be easy games, Moses. So we can all agree that they need a shooter. And there's a shooter right there on the table looking to get into the NBA primed and ready to go. Minnesota have not even been in this position to win the number 1 pick since they were since they've been an organization in Minnesota. They've actually they the odds of winning a Shaq or a or a Chris Webber or a you know or a or Penny Hardaway. Those those don't exist for Minnesota until today, until now. They've done badly enough and 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 may, you know ob- obviously they had their they had a really good luck uh, luck out with KG but nothing really since then right
1: yeah a, yeah he was a fifth overall he pick was fifth I was just trying and, to try and and then but, but not,
0: and but think about that fifth overall pick not first we are talking number one we're talking number one Moses they are in the prime position the prime position and you're telling me. No one has separated himself as number one pick yet. This headline bothers me insurmountably. So I don't know what's going to happen this next season. You know, hopefully they'll figure it out. But by the time draft night comes in, if you know, for as much as I'm sure Lamelo would love to be in LA or, or New York or somewhere in the big market, come on, buddy you know what it means to be number one picks. Number one picks are never really supposed to be the top tier teams. It's supposed to be a team that's, you know, let's not say tank, but a team that hasn't done so well. And you're supposed to be there to be that turnaround. Create the buzz, create that difference for the franchise. And then in in, in turn, you will be rewarded. Look at what's happening with Giannis. He hasn't been given at least maybe the, the, the team he needs, but... He's on his way to get a super max and that's hard to get that is really difficult to get because even if you are a great player, it is very easy for these teams to switch you around. But if you're in a smaller market and you're willing to stay, you're, you're like good to go and they will build as, as they'll build the team as hard as they, like as good as they can. But Minnesota, I don't know. You guys are just you're messing it up and I have nothing else to tell you, but I'm disappointed I once looked at you guys as, as, as uh, you know, the, the next big thing, you know, with, with my boy KG. <clears throat> but now, alas, you are no more. Minnesota, you have disappointed me. You know, there's nothing else I can say to that. I'm, I'm very broken. I'm heart-stricken. But Moses, we must move on. We must troop forward. We must carry on the deed. And now we can actually get to an even better, but even at the same time, worse situation. And I know you have a few things backed up on this one, because let's talk about what was happening in the NFL, guys. Uh, we did have a little rendition of how bad the NFC East could get. And boy, just like 2020, you know, you couldn't see this coming. <laughs> you really couldn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, so in the space of two weeks, we have... Disaster and sadness as the Dallas Cowboys have to say goodbye to uh, Dak Prescott. Their number one QB literally tears off his ankle. You know, It's it was busted up, you know, and re- received surgery that, that evening. Uh, he's on the road to recovery, thankfully, and um, out for the remainder of the season and probably going to only make an appearance back maybe mid-week, mid, mid-season next year, right? Uh, especially on a full-cut a, a full break like that—it's one of those things that will take at least a year worth of recovery and rehab. So thrust in, as Moses would call him, what was it? Insurance policy. Yeah, I refer to him as insurance <laughs> policy—an <laughs> insurance policy by the name of Annie Dalton. And I mean, listen—he's been thrust into a position not very men, not very many men would love to be in. You know. It's you're playing for a, a team that is hallowed in, in history, that has greats, you know, that you know, Death Bryant, Michael Irvin, like these are not small names, you know, Romo, these are these are big guys, these 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 are big shoes to fill, but uh, Dalton didn't really live up to it. But was it him? I don't know. But instead of that, what we did get was a disgusting defeat by which the Arizona Cardinals walloped, walloped, I mean, I don't even know if that's even fair to say, I think uh, abused the Dallas Cowboys with 38-10, and um, the coach, I mean, who, by the way, if we all haven't forgotten, is also new. Listen, guys, a lot of things happening in Dallas. Guys, guys, Dallas is trying, okay? Um, everyone's getting a shuffle, you know, the QB's getting a shuffle, head coach is getting a shuffle. I was hoping that the owner could go to a shuffle, but that's probably not going to happen, so (laughs) we'll just stick with that. So Moses, with this in tow and and knowing that uh, McCarthy wants the Cowboys, he said to handle things um, as men. And not to complain over this 38-10 loss. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this whole debacle?
1: There's still hope for the Cowboys. There's no panic. Okay. Because they are in such a terrible division. (laughs) Yes. Like, so bad. I think there was a meme that was going out talking about the Washington football team. Yes. They're one game away from being tied for the NFC East lead. Yes. At the same time one game back of the worst record in the league in the, getting the number one overall pick. Like it's just so mind boggling how trash
0: the, the whole, NFC East the is.
1: Whole so if, so if there's any benefit to the Cowboys is that you play in a terrible division <laughs> and that you're still in a good spot where you're at, but they'll still need to clean up a few things. Mm-hmm. Looking at Andy Dalton's performance. Was it great? No, two no. of the picks looked ugly uh, 54 attempts, which was, uh, you know, quite a few. But it doesn't help when you have Ezekiel Elliott also fumbling the ball. He, he didn't have a great game. No. Uh, 12 carries, uh, only 49 yards rushing with two fumbles lost. Uh, you look at CeeDee Lamb, who also um, had a fumble. So you, you it, it, it's not a cohesive offensive unit. And it's no. funny because... As much as people ragged on Jason Garrett and his eight and eight, eight and eight looks pretty good to Cowboy fans right now. Like you would say, that is a real—you <laughs> know—we're sitting pretty. Jason with, Garrett, uh, was Jason giving Garrett giving at the helm. Jason but Garrett was so giving much.
0: even seasons. You know, he was—he was he was, yeah. he was not wasn't doing too much, but just doing just enough. Get you. You're, if you're Jason, if you're Jason Garrett, you're laughing right now. Oh, for sure. You're feeling like, oh, well, yeah. I guess I guess it was me. I guess it was me, huh? But I... Was just
1: I also... sipping coladas. <laughs> but I really think, like, when you look at that
0: game, like, I, I,
1: they looked horrible.
0: Yeah. No defense.
1: No, not whatsoever. Yeah. And it doesn't help when you have the worst rush defense in the league. Yes. It does not really help your cause at all. And, you know, when you had Kenny and... Was it Drake had 100, and, I think 64 yards and two yards. Uh, Kyler Murray... Ran for 74 himself and a rushing touchdown, and threw for two. He only he didn't have a great game throwing the ball, no. only nine for 24. No. But he ran in the step. way they control. Yes,
0: <laughs> that boy can step.
1: He did. <laughs> and you look at their averages respectively. Even Chase Edmonds had a pretty good, you know, average at 4.6 on five carries. For but sure. you look at Kyler Murray was, you know, more than just I'll over seven yards. Think um yeah on a on a carry right seven yards and then you had Kenyon drake who was at eight so when you're looking at that your defense you're asking them to i don't know help a brother out (laughs) they didn't get that for the the cowboys offense so there's a lot of things they'll have to fix yeah but like i said the good news for them is that they're in a trash division Mm -hmm. so they're going to be okay Mm -hmm. i'm at this point where i think five and eleven wins you the division I've given up at this point. The only way these teams are going to actually win is when they face each other and they have no choice. God forbid we have another tie. We might actually see the Eagles with another tie somewhere.
0: Oh, man. And that's the thing here, guys. Like, the rest of this conference is doing so shockingly bad. You can't even look at the Jets and the Eagles and hope that they might pull out a – yes, like you said, Eagles – definitely win a game. Let's try that, okay? As well as the Jets who are just having the the worst time ever. So, I agree. Yeah. I think the season will progress. I'm, I'm sure I, I do see them actually getting a few wins here and there. I mean, it would be almost ridiculous if they You want
1: you want to tell you what's
0: ridiculous? Yes.
1: Carolina Panthers would have the top record in the NFC East at 3 and 3
0: <laughs> right, now. Right, right now. Right now. Right now. They could right now. they could walk into the playoffs. They would like they wouldn't even need a niche. The
1: San Francisco 49ers are last in their division with a three and three record.
0: Wow. Wow. They could be tops in the NFC East. Top. That's listen. How do you play the same amount of games and you My guys...
1: Cleveland Browns would have a two game lead
0: there you go in the that NFC East. That's what we were actually waiting for, y'all. We were waiting for the Brown the Browns watch. Yeah, what,
1: I think I think it's like a drinking game. How many times is going to mention the How Cleveland the Browns? How many times
0: Cleveland Browns are mentioned in an episode? At least f- five. I'll to bring six that times
1: bottle mentioned. in because if you said over seven times. I'm going to make it seventy-seven times. Oh, 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 oh. And so you know, I'll Ron- randomly throw in. We're talking about PSG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of my Cleveland Browns oh, my offense. God. You know, I'll just yeah. somehow s- just we'll throw soup those it in. In,
0: soup it in every time, and you know. Yeah, Moses- Denver
1: Broncos two and three record by the way. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, they, they'd
1: be in there. They, they're would be tied they'd for be tied. Yeah, yeah for the top spot in that uh, division. They, they'd, they'd, in the be United United
0: they'd be considered. They'd be considered.
1: Houston Texans, one yes. game back.
0: Ah, <laughs> these are all teams not winning their own division. Heck,
1: the New York Jets have not won a game.
0: No, no, no.
1: They're just two games back.
0: They still could. They're in it.
1: They're they're in it. Exactly. They're
0: still in it. You know, Le'Veon Bell or not, they're still in it. You know.
1: Everybody's jumping ship.
0: Everyone's jumping
1: ship. Do you hear what uh, Trevor Lawrence said about that team? What did he I don't know if it's true. Like, I was just trying to look for the, the comment, but Trevor Lawrence, uh, he's going to be the number one pick. And he does not want to go to the Jets.
0: I think he's making a wise decision by putting, putting his intentions out there uh oftentimes you find that a lot of these guys for the sake of not getting called up to a team and being a team, team player will yeah. happily say that they're okay with going to a an organization that has no understanding of i don't know like it's just, they just you need a front office that understands the the, the, yeah. the needs and the wants of a team in order to to number one win games <laughs> number two challenge for a, cha- a championship. With which the Jets have neither. And I think even coming, you, if you've been in a good college program, Moses, you know what a bad college program looks like because you played against bad college programs. And I'm pretty sure he's like, it's mm, looking like a bad college program to me. And those are pretty well structured just as much as you would find like in any um, NFL organization. So they take this stuff seriously. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no joking around here when it comes to, uh, like NFL, uh, the the way the NFL or or sorry the college ball players get coached, managed, the organization, it's all professional. So like at the college level, you already get a, a better understanding, right, of a function, What does a functioning locker room look like, right? And, and the Jets have put themselves on display one too many times over the last five, six years. I think you'd need to be honestly brain dead or already the effects of CTE would have had to have eroded your brain for you to think that as a college prospect, like moving to New York Jets. Are... It's not even really New York. You're in Jersey, are you not? Do they not train in Jersey? Yeah, they play
1: at Medlife. Oh, at screw
0: Midlife. that. Screw that. What? I got to go to Jersey? <laughs> uh, no. But no, okay,
1: to, to clarify, there are a lot of people who are saying that because he's still, he's only a junior, so he's still got one more year of football, college football eligibility, if he so chooses it.
0: For sure.
1: Uh, but a lot of people are advising Trevor Lawrence, stay at Clemson. Oh, yeah. Stay another
0: day. Oh, stay with the one Jets more get year. the number one pick, just, stay, just one stay more in year. Clemson. Finish no. it. Finish it off, man. Grow that flow yep. out. You know, look, look, look hella cool. Look hella, hella cute. You know, the ladies love that flow, my dude. You know, he's killing it. He's killing it. Get that degree, right? You're, you, you're there anyway. You know, may as well just finish up your program.
1: And it me. sounds like the Jets are trying to tank for him. Well, if, oh, if the play hasn't indicated that,
0: oh, try. that I think that,
1: that's kind of like the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> kind of stayed in the obvious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Jets... Tank in every season.
1: It's like breathing air. It's like oh, no kidding, yeah. Moses. Yeah, yeah of course, the Jets of are. Course, yeah, they're all yes. trying to take
0: it all. Of course, they the Jets aren't looking to actually do anything considerable um, to further the team. But yeah, so and then lastly, uh, if we skip back over the pond here to to Europe, and this is you know a lot of the time, guys, I try and bring uh, some 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 updates, and we got a new update from the uh, the American duos. The Americans who own the football teams. These we're guys friends. seem to be our friends. Our friends. The Blazers and whoever owns well, I can't remember the team's name uh, or the company name, but um, it seems, Moses, we're in a, um, a switch-up. So after the, I guess, maybe poor reception of the Liverpool Man United uh, um, proposal for a combined championship and EP and and Premier League league whereby which somehow the I don't know Liverpool and Man United become kingmakers and (laughs) it's kiss the ring time they decided you know what go big or go home so they've now proposed instead a uh, European Premier League um so just because they weren't able to get the local league thing up and running, or maybe they still are. I'm sure they're still talking with the FA about that. But I'm sure this is a, this seems like a double pronged attack here because it seems like FIFA are now being asked as to whether they would they would enjoy the idea of of, of hosting a uh, European league. Um, but here's the problem, Moses. I think we already had that. I think it was called Champions League. Uh, and I think it was also called Europa League. So, how this is supposed to work out is that it's just supposed to be as many as five. Uh, so, it's supposed to just be every uh, country brings, you know, a, a whole bunch of their teams together. You play, and there's a knockout, and there's prize money, just like in any other league. And you're thinking, oh, so like in UEFA. And they're like, yeah, but like it's different. And then it could start as early as 2022 the wall street bank jp morgan in talks to provide 4.6 billion in funding and here's the biggest caveat right there there you go and tournament could serp champions league so like we had just mentioned before it already exists so i don't know what the hell is going on here and listen i'm use i'm usually just you know um I take a step back when it comes to le- ownership, but I think Moses, you guys need to talk to your owners there at Liverpool. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on there. <laughs> I think the Mersey- Merseyside's getting the Merseyside air is getting a little, uh, it's getting a little uh, thin because now we're having a few, we're having a few too many, you know, in the in the pub and thinking let's usurp Champions League. It
1: what? seems like the kid that just copied the homework off, like, the, the smart one, mm. and try to pass it off as their own. Mm. Like that's what it seems like right yeah, now. Yeah, like yeah, everything yeah, you yeah, stated yeah, yeah. was, like, we're bringing something revolutionary. So we're bringing something new. unique. You've we're never bringing heard all the it. top teams from Europe playing all in one league. So, like, the Champions League.
0: Yeah. Kind of?
1: Not really. It's going to be different. The Champions League will still be there, but <clears> this one involves head-to-head matchups. Gonna be, you know, tons Big. of money involved, tons. you know, especially, Guys. you know, the way we we with pooling in the prize money. Oh, Champions yeah. League, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah No, yeah. it's gonna be different. Like, honestly, that's what it seems like. It seems like, you know, the, the kid kids just uh, copy the other kids' homework. Uh, uh,
0: the, 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 the. So, yeah, at
1: the end of the day, 4.6, I think it was billion pounds, <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: excuse
1: me, billion pounds.
0: Yeah, sorry, billion. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I think
1: it's about six, yeah, six, I think it was Six, six billion US. Yeah. That's not that's not a small uh, small jump you know a small change at all no but like we already have those <laughs> tournaments like it makes no sense to bring in another one now will other teams join in that's that's I'm curious because it's not the first time we've heard of a talk of a European Super League
0: yeah. Because sure.
1: this has happened this happened before when they talked about having Barcelona, Madrid, joining the Manchester United's and the Liverpools and the Chelsea's and the Arsenals, and you know, some of the other big names across Europe making this league. My only thing is it takes away from those domestic leagues in those countries. Completely, completely. there's money that's involved. So completely, you know, as much as these clubs would make tons of dough. Um, it would definitely hurt the football associations across Europe. For so sure. That would be a no-go unless they get some kind of financial backing from them. But do yeah. I see that? Not really. It's yeah. eventually lining the pockets of those elite teams, For th- sure. which would make them even better. And really, what's the whole point of the Champions League in the first place?
0: No, What's the whole point yeah. of the Europa
1: League yeah. in the first place? Those leagues would bring in those minnows. It would be an opportunity for them to fight and compete with those teams. And how many gate receipts are lost in those smaller uh, smaller teams, those smaller clubs, for sure. in those domestic countries? For sure. Because they love to see some of the big names roll into yeah. their region yeah, and for sure. watch those guys play. For sure. So to see that kind of be decimated a little bit, I think is, I don't know. I, I, I just never bought it. Again, it's all about profit. Yeah, I get it. I'm not going to, I'm not arguing.
0: You know, where's the next dollar bill going to come from is what they're Yeah, and
1: at at the end of the day, you also got to look at the product. Like, at the end product, are you just going to shun fans? And look what's happening right now with the premiership with Mm. no fans in the stands because of the coronavirus, Mm. right? We're already seeing teams saying, hey, we need those gate receipts. Yeah. We are hurting. Yeah. So we got to figure out something with AHS and seeing what we can do in terms of Trying to bring some fans and have them socially distance and do whatever is necessary to bring some people, you know, into these arenas because we're losing our own money. No matter how big the TV money that comes in and the revenue that comes in from the international, including the domestic, cannot, um, cannot keep domestic to, uh, TV uh... stations. It's it's still. Yeah. There's still there's still an element missing. Yeah. And if you have this league, you're you're definitely ruining the other teams. For sure. Uh, the other clubs. For sure. Um throughout the, the football federations. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just I see this as another ploy, but will it happen? I don't think I think FIFA, UEFA, uh, those governing bodies are smart enough to realize I'm like, nah, because it's at the end of the day. <laughs> We're gonna. It's gonna hurt our bottom line long term. It's mm-hmm. it's for these clubs, they're gonna have no problem. Yeah, you and know, it might seem like a nice thing at first, but it, it, for the long term, it's not gonna look good.
0: And I and I think here's the crazy thing too is because, it's you're asking them, to basically kill their own you know cash cow, being Champions League, Champions League, and and Europa. A huge business for, for UEFA, you know, barring yeah, this season. Yeah, so you season, think they're going to send another FIFA? Hell no. Hell no. Plus, listen, Liverpool, if all you're trying to do is figure out a way so you don't have to go against Bayern Munich, it's not going to happen. You, you, like, you can't avoid it, okay? You cannot avoid it. I know I'm scared, too. You know, I don't want to face them either. I don't think anyone wants to face them right now. But you gotta face them. The, you know, some you know, someone's gonna get this work. Thomas Mullen, Robert Lewandowski, gotta give someone this work. You know, they hey hey, listen, someone's getting this work. It's either you, it's either PSG, <laughs> but it's someone. Someone is getting or Man City. Anybody can get it. You know, he, he, I, I, Who else? Who else? I think. But you see, the problem is as well is the. Understanding that the other teams, especially if they have this format, I think it's 18 teams. um, I'm not too sure divided by which countries. It looked like it was just a key number of countries, like maybe the five biggest leagues in Europe right now, Mm -hmm. um, which would, yeah, which would make sense. So you have your top three still exactly the same like Champions League, which would make no sense. However, here's what I think would be interesting about it. Not to say that I want it, but what would be interesting about it, because, you know, of course, Spain, France, whatever, you have your de facto winners, Dortmund. Uh, You'll have Dortmund, RB, uh, Leipzig, and and, uh, Bayern, right? Those, standard. France, PSG, Marseille, Lyon, cool, standard. England, because it's been such a howler. What, we got Everton, Aston Villa. Now, Moses, I don't know about you. I'm sure Aston Villa people would lo- Villa Park? Imagine coming to Villa Park and then you're going against Bayern. You're going against Bayern Munich, Moses. I mean, how many times did you get to say, I was there when we lost 13-0 and my dad had to retire <laughs> that day because Lewandowski yeah. scored five goals against him. And, uh, Lewandowski, so straight up PTSD? Yeah, straight up PTSD. PTSD. <laughs> you know? Got no chance in the world. So I think that would be sick. Leicester you know, teams like that, like, would be given the opportunity to play against some of the world's greatest. And I think that's kind of cool. I think that's also a situation whereby which you have younger players on these smaller teams who get that chance, that taste of, like, the big leagues, what it's like to play against one of these top teams. And I I would imagine that if there were more um, competition within the domestic leagues, or or you'd have You know, it's it's a lot more, it's not lopsided. I think maybe that could work, but it's not the fact of the matter, right? Every country and team has their own issues and socioeconomic situations that sort of constitute why a team is successful versus why another team is successful. And I mean, a team like Bayern Munich are steeped in history. A team like PSG, again, steeped in history. Marseille, you know, and so forth. So it's like those aren't teams that can just not lose because they have that prestige. Um, But, I mean, at the same time, you know, anything is possible. You know, Lille have done well before. Nice have done well before. Monaco, at one point, was a threat that you couldn't stop. You know, they had like six or seven And then everybody just bought their players. Which,
1: poor (laughs) Like Mbappe and all those guys? Yeah, I guess... Well, That's what Powell, they, bring, yeah. they develop these players, and yeah. they have Bruno Alves, and they they end up going somewhere else. It does
0: <sighs> happen. It does happen, and that is another factor too. Is is now what does this mean for players? Does this mean that now players are uh, are going to be held closer, you know, to their teams because now you have this weird or a different interleague player or something like that. And I know UEFA rules apply in that case when you are doing transfers, like you can't play in certain games if you are playing against your former team um, or playing in a former country or something like that, depending on how it's set up. But, you know, neither this nor that. I'm hoping against all of this European League talk as well, um, just, you know, not to be... An old fart, but I think it's better the way it is right now. You can improve on the leagues, though.
1: Yeah, and I have no problem with like making tweaks to making what they're tweaks, doing. Like, making tweaks, I have no, I have no problem yeah. with that. Yeah,
0: maybe um, more but substitutions. And there's nothing wrong.
1: Well, that's what they're doing right now. Some leagues actually are still with three. Well, yeah, others have gone to win. five. Yeah, I don't know. I like to go with three and get rid of the water breaks when it's when uh, when you're you're playing in the fall. In particular, if you're playing in a hot summer, then I, I totally agree. Because, uh, you know, if you're playing in 40-degree weather or high mm-hmm. 30s, mm-hmm. you're going to need those water breaks. Mm-hmm. And, of course, what's what's kind of transpired over the last little while, my thing is I, I like the three-substitution rule as well as the no water breaks primarily because it provides an element uh, of... Uh, I guess it would be more of the, the, the suspense type of thing. For the, sure. It, it For speaks sure. to the endurance because the, yeah. that that basic. to me get, kind of gets taken out For because, sure. you know, we want to talk about a game where it's lengthy, the, you know, the team is maybe used up at substitutions. Um, Sometimes you need to reserve. So if you use a substitution too early, you know, how can that backfire mm-hmm. or going into saying into the, uh, the, the extra time. Now, if you're going to extra time, maybe I'm the type of guy who would be more so more apt to say, you know what, you're given an additional substitution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah if
1: you're going to extra time, yeah, yeah. Because last thing you want to happen is a guy who gets cramped up or gets hurt, and then all of a sudden they're down to 10 men and, and because they used up their three substitutions prior. Maybe you want to change that. I'm cool with that. I'm totally yeah. fine with yeah. that. But I don't know. Going to five it, regularly, no. I think yeah. in the time we're in, is okay. But I think once we start getting away from it, I don't know. That's just one thing that's always bothered me. I'm a stickler for the three for substitutions sure. Sure. because it talks about the endurance uh, and th- that's what lacks because if you guys got he gets two water breaks in a game, they're able to catch their breath. They're able for to sure. the for sure. I'm just rambling at this point, but <laughs> this is my two cents when I hear that stuff, and I'm like, you're, you're taking
0: away the game. You're taking, you're taking away some of these the things. Place, <laughs> really, yeah. The game's supposed to be played. No, I, I agree with you that. I, okay, so maybe three, three subs to three five is okay. Yeah, no, for sure. I like yeah, the three five. with
1: if, if, with three, mm-hmm. but if you're going to like, if you're in a. Um you know if you're in a um you know a semifinal or a match that requires sure. extra time yeah. you're given an additional substitution.
0: Yeah. You know what the way I looked at it was really like the way they were doing it with um uh with the way you have it in hockey you know where you can you go by line so in a way if you had a, a, a set of five players that's you know and and not including the goalkeeper so that's what that's 10 that's five, five of the ten players that you're exchanging. If you, if you happen to do it all at once, which is what a lot of the coaches ended up doing, really, is that they would just wait for one certain moment and then just do them at once. Or mass, mass
1: substitution.
0: Mass substitution. Or you could actually just spread them out as the, ta- as the game goes. But you put them in those situations where you're looking for a specific set of players you know, that play better together, but also play better together at a certain time. Like... How I, the way I looked at it is, and this is a weird thing, but I remember reading about um, uh, in Slam magazine like years ago. Funny enough, but it was a an interview where they were interviewing Kawhi Leonard on his relationship with um, Popovich when he was still with the Spurs, and he said when he first started, obviously he didn't start off as a as a superstar. He was coming off the bench, and it was more so because Pop would. M- this would say he, the energy that he sees from him at that point in that stage in his career was that he's you know he's not, he's not ready let him read the game for the first 10 five, first 5 minutes you know let him read the game see what things are going on analyze it break it down in his own head <clears throat> and then bring him on strategically because he can he was able to just break down the defense in that way and the same thing for like these five setups it's like a lot more tactical work goes into what the three or the four players together can do if you put them on at the same time or even Mm -hmm. if you stagger it but you know that you're putting them on specifically because them working together can unlock a certain uh can unlock something in your team or maybe even lock down the other team so i don't know that's just my that's my take on it i know we might not ever get that but I think it was. I th- I found it super interesting, especially w- when it was happening in the Premier League. Um, but they are back to three now, so it'll probably stay that way. Though, I don't think these people want to go back to that life. You know, the slow. No, some
1: other leagues are still sticking with five, but I think mm. they'll eventually go back to the three. But mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. the water bottle thing was whack, though. I don't. I didn't. Um, you know. Of course, I'm not always legally streaming this stuff, but if I had been legally streaming this stuff, I didn't pay to watch you drink water, okay? All right, guys? Let's get something straight. Let's let's get something straight, okay? Let's get on a level here, all right? I played to see you run and kick a ball. I didn't play to see you stand there and have a conversation with your manager. And then drink some Bon Aqua or something like that. That makes me thirsty. Some
1: Fiji water. Oh,
0: Fiji water. That makes me thirsty. Now I want to go up and I'm looking through my fridge. I'm like, ooh, what do I got? What do I got? I'm like, I should be like, what? why are they selling me water while I'm trying to watch a game? It's just ridiculous. But, you know, um, outside of that, Moses, I think that is a wrap for this episode. Uh, it's been an excellent episode 23. Um uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Moses?
1: No, MJ's number.
0: Uh, oh yeah, the uh, listen, y'all. I didn't. It passed me listen, by. Goat. The edition. Goat Edition. Welcome to the Goat Edition, y'all. I forgot to say that at the beginning of the top of the episode. The MJ. It's here. Hello. Hello, be thy name. All right. Okay, y'all. I'm hoping everyone had a uh, a great time listening to this. I'm glad um, we've made it this far, Moses. We're gonna keep growing from strength to strength. Um, you know, we're gonna be on. Uh, we're gonna be at fifty in no time, man. I can't wait. Um, and then at a hundred, the hundredth episode is podcast syndication. So I don't know what that means, but we'll get there when we get there. But Thank you, everyone, for listening. You know, it's been a great episode 23. Um, You know, I've been pondering. Oh, oops, I just received an email. Sorry, y'all. I got it. I just have a very important email to get to. Hey, Hey, why the face? Why the long face? Why the long face? I just got an important email, Moses. The important email reads from, it says here, Commissioner... Of the NBA. Oh, Adam Silva. What does Adam Silva say? Just in Paul Pierce ain't shit. And that is a wrap, everybody. You know, um, it's just I read an email here. But uh, besides that, Moses, anything else you want to add? No? No, No. you didn't? You want me to see? You want me to forward the email to you? Just horrible. You may have, you might. Not I want to have see this. CC'd. Just fake news. Yeah, you it's might not news. have been cc'd. Uh, that's unfortunate. I don't know if he wants you to read this message, so I, you know, I'll ask him. I'll send hey, man, him. A just
1: like, just like my boy Paul Pierce.
0: Yeah, it's full of something. That's what I'm saying. That's what, <laughs> yeah. that's what this whole skit is. Is full of something. Listen, y'all. Come on. Hey, that's his life, not mine. Okay. All right. That's he did that. He did that. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> I can't hate on him too much until he talks to me or, like, says actually. I would like for him to reply and at, w- at one point just to be like, hey, man, that ain't cool talking about me and all that. I'd be like, ah, glad, glad you listened to the show. Hope your um,
1: fan club will become an
0: answer. <laughs> I, and I fully accept what they have to say because and I can I have refute, to say, You
1: know, bring your pitchforks. I'm cool with it.
0: I can refute every <laughs> single claim or well, anything they have to say about it. You know, the only thing I'm going to give you is, yeah, finals MVP. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Uh, NBA yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys had Big Baby Davis on there, so it's like. No, he wasn't
1: there on that team. He wasn't oh, he wasn't? Team. He wasn't. No.
0: He wasn't yet? Where was he playing then? Did he play afterwards? Yeah, he played afterwards. He played he the year, the, oh, the
1: second time they came around played. Yeah, 2010, play, yeah. when they were 20. I'm trying to remember 20, dude, 2009?
0: Yeah.
1: It was the rematch. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. With the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. And because um, you guys had just given up on Ray Allen. We didn't give up
1: on Ray Allen. Ray Allen left <laughs> like a little while after. It wasn't that. It was just came down to money. Danny right. Ainge didn't feel like it was worth Danny the Ainge money he wanted needs and... to
0: like chill, man. Danny Ainge be like selling you guys short low key. I hope you know that, right? Like legitimately, what's his face even said? um... Someone said something about.
1: Tried to, I think he tried to be too cute with some of the deals. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I think he's
1: he's just trying to like be a little creative. Because yeah, yeah, one, I I don't know if he can ever top the the trades that K G Ray Allen and Kevin Yeah, Bennett.
0: The K G deal was but incredible. But he's he's
1: made some he's made some interesting moves. But I think sometimes he has. Kemba Walker was cute. a very
0: good Kemba Walker. That was, was a, a great very acquisition.
1: Market. That was a great free agent signing. Very good. Bits. Brad Stevens' mold.
0: Yeah, um, But there sure. are
1: still certain things that need to be fixed. Oh, I do yeah. what's going to happen with Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: think the injury, he just Sellem. wasn't the same. It just never worked out because of that, I really didn't. Mm. Sell
0: okay. like, him. It's sad. You don't but, need a veteran who's that soft, man. You need a veteran. You need – just bring Kevin Garnett back, man. Just, just stop wasting time. Call KG back and he's gonna fortify all your youngsters. Jalen Brown's gonna be a dog, you know. If he talks to KG, not Gordon Hayward. What's Gordon Hayward gonna say? You wanna play League of Legends tonight, boys? Let's do some team building. Let's play. Let's play like Battle Ground Unknown or whatever, whatever that one is. But PUBG. Let's play Fortnite tonight, boys. Who's on the Who's on the bus tonight?
1: Well, him and Carl Anthony Towns would be. Cool. Oh,
0: don't even get me started about Carl Anthony Towns and freaking online gaming. This motherfucker should be fucking in the gym. I remember, I remember going on Twitch the one time I was on Twitch and they were talking about how crazy it was to see Carl Anthony Towns playing. And then all you could see on the stream comments were like, "You should be, shouldn't you be shooting? Shouldn't you be in the gym?" And I'm like, "Yeah, he should be. He really should be, because he's out here like playing around." And then you saw that video of him against De- Demarcus Cousins, and he's like getting. Oh, man, I don't didn't know. Getting worked. Oh, it it's just.
1: like that Rick Ross. Shouldn't you be shooting in the gym? <laughs>
0: Shouldn't you be shooting in the gym, bro? Or hitting the weights?
1: I'd be shooting in the gym. Hit
0: the weights. He's the skinniest center I've ever seen in my life. Who's. Like, grow a pair, bro. Okay, but that's it. Nah, but he's know. got some mad thumbs, though. Oh, got the mad thumbs, though. <laughs> all right, well. We can't wait for, to see what the new generation of NBA players has for us. If this is what we've seen so far, it's only going to get better, Moses. That's
1: why I like the old school guys, man.
0: That's why I like the old
1: school guys. That's why I do. Or like, you can talk about Jalen Brown or like Marcus Smart.
0: Yeah. Those those are like those real cats.
1: dogs, man. Those like, those you can like, talk about yeah, guys yeah. who just
0: they gave in. zero.
1: Yeah. They just. They went out there, and they just went hard. did not care who it was.
0: Yeah.
1: They'll, they'll meet you out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, they will. You no, know, Yeah, they will. At Marcus. Granny's house. It don't matter. Listen, I Marcus, love that mentality. Marcus That's why I like Jimmy Bucket everywhere. so much. Yes. Because he reminds me of that old school mentality mm-hmm. where he worked his butt off.
0: To get where he is.
1: And look what he did. He, he willed the heat. To
0: an NBA um, Nearly
1: forcing a, you know, obviously game six was a, yeah, yeah. that was a <laughs> foregone conclusion. But what you saw <laughs> through his performance in that finals, like, yeah, he will yeah. the Heat in certain moments. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I like that. And you know what? He's got a guy like Tyler Hero who's learning the ropes from a guy like Butler. Listen, so he's able to carry that out. Bam at a bio and yeah. you saw these guys and the hustle and the system that Eric Spolstra is putting in. And you look at the guy who's at the head of the whole thing with Pat
0: Riley. They got a good system in place in Miami. So next season is going to be like very interesting as well because it'll be Celtics, Raptors, Heat. Now in the mix, like firmly in the mix, right? Yeah, Milwaukee. Are if they can get there, if they can get a shooter. What are you talking about? That? Okay, listen. Let me tell you, so- guys. Let me tell you something about Milwaukee. <laughs> They're about to sign him to a Supermax. He's going to sign this. I think he's going to... I think he's staying, right? He's he gonna wants s- to stay in Milwaukee. He's going to stay. They're going to have no money. They're going to have no money. No money. And no one wants to go to a team and not make the, as much money as they're willing to offer. Because they didn't. They refused to go to splurge in the luxury tax the last three seasons. And this is the reason why they have the squad that they have. You can do better than Chris Middleton, and you can do much better than Eric Bledsoe, but those—that's your number two, and that's your number three, and that's the biggest problem. Well, they to, that's why they need upgrades. Yeah, no, no, of course, that's why they need upgrades. But now, the his fees going up. This next season, his month, his year is going, his yearly is going up. So they should have done it now. You know what I mean? So that's why. Don't worry about it. They, these guys got bigger things to worry about. You know. Harley Davidson closing down and stuff. They don't, they got no time for We're us. Bring in uh, Victor Oladipo. Listen, okay. Victor. Okay. We can sing them soliloquies and stuff. He's a very good singer, y'all. You know, if if NBA doesn't happen he'd for be him,
1: he would be a great compliment. Great to be singer.
0: Oh, yeah. They could start a band or something, you know. <laughs> I don't... <laughs>
1: karaoke sessions in the Milwaukee Bucks will be on Let's go! Fire.
0: Him, Nick Nurse, Victor Oladipo, they can set something up. Those guys all play. But, okay, y'all, no, I'm, we're, now we're rambling. Now we're rambling. But, thanks for another episode, Moses. It was good speaking with you, man. Likewise, my um, man. Another week and another... And, and mo' more, more money. Mo' more problems, mo' money. That's I said it the wrong way, y'all, on purpose. Uh, but everyone, have a good week and we'll see you next week yeah does that that sound about right yeah
1: yeah this podcast is a collab house production